so glad to be back. I miss being with you for what has seemed like such a long time. My sermon this morning in four words. I explained to Father Vince at the early service uh, that this is not a challenge to him to shorten his six-word summaries to four words. I agree that six words is the ideal summary for a sermon, but this sermon can be summarized in four words. That's all it needs. And there may be some day when I need to use seven words. We'll just see. At any rate, the summary for today's sermon is four words. Love is a verb. Love is a verb. When my daughter was born, she received some presents from our friends. One was a book titled, Love is a Certain Kind of Feeling. When she grew old enough for us to read to her, she loved feeling the different textures throughout the book velvet, sandpaper, and silk. Each had a unique feel. The book concluded talking about her parents' love as we hugged her, that itself being a certain kind of distinctive love. The minute we opened the present and I saw the title of the book, I thought to myself, someday I'm going to have to, do un have to undo the damage that is going to be caused by this book. That day came when my daughter began seventh grade. I arranged to teach the junior and senior high Sunday school class for the next six years, hoping that if I taught her as part of a group, she might be more receptive to what I had to say. One of the themes I stressed throughout those six years was love is a verb. Love is what we do, not what we feel. Love is an act or action, something done. To this day, whenever I see someone who was in that class during those years, as often happens when I'm visiting back in Northern Virginia, he or she inevitably says to me, love is a verb, and I love it. From our culture, we're taught to think of love primarily as a feeling or disposition. Just watch the movies. As little children, we feel love for our parents. As teenagers, for our boyfriends and girlfriends as adults for our spouse or partner, as humans for God. And those feelings are wonderful. As a result of them, we do things for those we love, like acts of kindness and caring. We do them at least until the feelings subside. And if what we call love is primarily a feeling, then we stop love. When I told my parish priest I was going to get married, he asked whether Miriam and I could talk to each other. 
And I replied that we could, we did, and asked him why in the world he asked a question like that. And he said, because kissing doesn't last, but talking does. And I said in reply, well, I certainly hope that's not the case. <laughs> but yes, we can talk. In the New Testament, love is not a feeling. Love is a verb. Love, recall the gospel that we just heard read by Father Vince. It's a portion of John's account of Jesus' farewell discourse with his disciples in the upper room. In this morning's gospel, Jesus says to his disciples, those who love me will keep my word. The word, the Greek word for the word, word, logos, is variously translated. Word, teaching, commandments. They all mean the same thing, something that is done, a verb, not a feeling. Those who love me will keep my word. Those who love me will keep my teaching. Those who love me will keep my commandments. Love is a verb, it is something done. We do acts of mercy. We work for justice. We don't just feel sympathetic. Even before beginning his farewell discourse, Jesus already said and exemplified this commandment. Recall Father Noah's inaugural sermon on Monday, Thursday, about Jesus taking bread, giving thanks, blessing, breaking the bread and saying, do this in remembrance of me, as recounted in 1 Corinthians. And Jesus washing the disciples' feet and saying, I give you a new commandment that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you should love one another from the Gospel according to John. What Jesus meant by love, he had acted out in washing the disciples' feet. Not the nicely bathed feet we present to be washed at the Monday Thursday liturgy, but dirty, dusty, smelly, blistered feet of those who have traveled dirt roads in sandals. Love is a verb, and Jesus' commandment is to love. After repeating this new commandment two more times, Jesus breathtakingly elevates love to its apex. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. That, of course, is Jesus' love on the cross. That is the wondrous love of the Christ-like God made visible. Jesus has gone from illustrating the meaning of love as the act of washing a guest's dirty feet to the act of laying down one's life for his friends. In each case and in all cases in between, love is a verb, an action, not just a feeling. That's a hard lesson. It's so much easier to act lovingly only if we feel like it. Years ago, I had a rotund father, uh, uh, friar, tuck-like physician in my parish who used to tell me the only diet that works is if it tastes good, spit it out. 
He was probably correct, but as you can see, I, I never followed his counsel. But for that matter, neither did he. <laughs> if it tastes good, spit it out. Analogously, we could say, if it's not at least a little difficult, if not downright hard, it's probably not love. Love as a verb may be hard, very hard indeed. Many people in all walks of life are finding this to be true today. As our population has aged, more and more seniors are becoming caregivers for their spouses or partners and adult children for their aged parents. That kind of caregiving can be very, very hard. I believe without actual quantitative evidence that if the caregiving situation goes on for any length of time, there are very few caregivers who do not experience feelings of resentment, of being unappreciated, trapped, unfairly treated, feelings of anger, and even hope that the person they are caring for will soon die. And I know from my own experience and from the many who have shared their experiences with me, the guilt that comes from such feelings because we think we're not loving because we are feeling that way. My response to them, as you would guess, is always the same. Love is a verb, and you're caring for loved ones. You feel the way you feel under all the pressure you're under. You're not unusual, you're not unique, but you know what? We can hardly control our feelings if indeed we can control them at all. But love is not a feeling. Love is a verb. Love is what you are doing for your loved one day in and day out, week after week, month after month, no matter how it is, caring for them, keeping them safe, keeping them comfortable, making sure they know they are loved and important. You are indeed loving your person because you are acting love. You are doing it. Love is a verb. Love is what we do, not what we feel. It is the way we love Jesus. It is the way we love one another. Love is a verb.